everybody. Welcome to Unleashed No Judgments. I am Jackie. And I am Tess. And yeah, if you guys saw our promo episode, um, or if you didn't, I guess more so, this is a podcast that we are doing focused on just kind of bringing in a place for us to vent about issues, unleash kind of whatever we're holding in, and just talk and just be able to relate to one another. Yeah, I mean, we all have to deal with life's little annoyances, and sometimes it's nice to have a place that we can just get those off our chest without having to worry about anybody judging us or getting mad at us for saying whatever it is that we're saying, because in the end, I'm sure we can all relate to one another, even though we may be very different from each other. Yeah, absolutely. So this is official first episode. Kind of nervous. Welcome. Definitely excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Don't. Remember, we said no judgment, so no judging us too hard. Because it works both ways. We won't judge you, but you don't judge us either. <laughs> we are all human here. Yes. So, yeah, I guess we don't really have any, like, business type stuff to cover because this is episode one. Um, I guess at the end, we will share our podcast email that you guys are going to be able to send suggestions into or questions or if there's topics that you would like us to talk about feel free um i will put it out there again i am a licensed therapist so sometimes i can have some really good advice or feedback or thoughts other times you will tell that all therapists are just humans as well from some of my comments um and this doesn't come with any legal capacity but it will still be fun yeah and um until saturday i am a pastry chef after that unemployed (laughs) by choice though by choice Perfect. Oh, also, I would like to say that we also have a Facebook and a Twitter now. Both can be found at Unleash No Judgments. Still working on the Instagram. You get to be fully in charge of the Twitter because never have I ever been on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not great at it. I just kind of follow and sometimes I retweet things. Perfect. (laughs) Just there for the drama, comments. Yeah, there's sometimes some really good stuff that I see like get shared over to Facebook, but... It's where I get all of my news. Yeah. It works for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess to start for you, is there anything that you would want to unleash, I guess, get off your chest? How's your week been going? Oh, this is going to be my long week. It's it's only five days as normal, but it's the final week of my final two weeks at work. So I went into work today. I was like, all right, it's going to be a good day. It's my last week. My first interaction with someone, I was just like, fuck this long week. Oh. And that had nothing to do with you just coming back from your honeymoon, right? Oh, yes. How did I forget that? Yes, um, that that didn't help. We were in Mexico for 10 beautiful days, 10 days away from work, away from stress. And then I we came back. We got back Saturday night about we got home at I think it was like 12 a.m. Sunday at that point when we got home and we didn't really have too much time to relax. We basically went downstairs, checked on our cat that we had here, but he was being taken care of. Uh, my husband's parents were coming over, making sure he had water, food, cleaning his litter box for us, just checking on him. So we got back, kind of hung out with him for a little bit, went to bed, woke up, drank some coffee, and then just started running errands the whole day. We had to go grocery shopping, had to go pick up Coop, who was our dog. We had to go do laundry, just a whole bunch of just stuff. Mind you, yeah, the laundry is at our house, but it's still a chore. And then Monday morning, I had to go get another COVID test to go back to work. So I really didn't get any time to relax. And then Monday, I just walked in really nervous. I was like, hey, 
trying to talk to my boss, like, do you have a minute to uh, talk? There's just, there's no real way to do that. That's not obvious. So that was. Oh, are you talking about like actually giving your notice? Yeah, it was really stressful because I didn't know how she was going to react. As soon as we got back, I was just kind of stressed out over giving me my two weeks notice. How are they going to react? Are they just going to say, thanks for the two weeks notice. You're fired. Go home. I'd be like, all right, good talk, guys. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, they were they were really supportive. They understood. So, And honestly, because my boss just had a baby, I worked days, which was the reason why I took this job. And when the boss I had hired me left, I guess he must have made a deal where my schedule did not change. So she just had this baby, and she has to work nights and kind of longer shifts because I work days, so she there's no one else really needed to work days. So when I put my two weeks in, I think she was she was kind of happy because she just goes, oh, I can maybe I can start working some days now. And I was like, yeah, there we go. Perfect scenario. I'm going to get a good reference, right? <laughs> Sorry I'm leaving you right before the busiest months of the year, but... You got this. Yeah, don't don't let them sucker you in though. I think with every job, if you guys have ever had to quit a job, we know there's no there's no good time to quit, right? No. And that was my worry. That they were gonna be like, Well, can you just wait until we find someone else? And I'd already talked myself into I'm quitting, this is it. Two weeks and I'm out. And then my thought was, Well, what if what if they asked me to stay? What do I do? Do do I pretend that I'm gonna give it some thought and be like let me think about it overnight, or do I just say, no, this is it, sorry. I mean, there's there's just no, there's no real good way to do it, because you can pretend that you're going to give it some thought, but you know you're going to say no, but it, it might look, it might look good, it might save face. Just rip off that band-aid. Yeah, just be like, you know what, I said two weeks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe if it was like, but we have this huge catering gig, like, could you wait three more days after your two weeks to help us with this one gig? That's a little bit different than... Oh, can you wait until we find somebody? Yeah. And, you know, once once you talk yourself into two weeks, your mindset is two weeks. So then you're like, three more days, that's not going to be that bad. But then what if you finish those two weeks and now you're on your those next three days and you're just like, this is awful. I shouldn't have done this. But I mean, it is, it's, it's just 24 more hours if you're working eight-hour days. Yeah. I think no matter what, the two weeks just drag whenever you put in your notice. Oh, yeah. At any job, it's like an ultimate senioritis, right? We all had senioritis in high school when it was the last few months of school and you were just ready to graduate and be done. And then it's so much worse with the job. Well, yeah, like probably an hour after I put my two weeks in, I was just like, fuck this. I might as well just leave. (laughs) Like I was just immediately just over it. I was just like, just two weeks, just calm down. You got this. Yeah, we're good. I mean... Put those earbuds in and listen to your podcast and just get through your day. Which she doesn't mean listening to our podcast. Or <laughs> like do. not our promo episode. Oh no, no, I don't listen over to our podcast, over again. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I don't blame you. But I feel like and I know this is going a little bit off script and guys, this is also a part of what we will talk about here is that we sometimes talk about like the bigger social issues or societal norms that are coming into play and just changing dynamics and how different things are. But I've just noticed a lot that a two-week notice is becoming less and less common for younger generation. I mean, I'm only I'm only 29. I turned 30 in a couple months. But even with at my old job, before I transferred to my current clinic, we had employees that were low 20s. That two-week notice where they're like, whatever, why would I give that? 
And it just seemed to be more of an unknown thing, more of an uncommon thing to do now. Well, also, if you think about it, jobs don't give you a two-week notice before they fire you. And I guess a lot of people are maybe starting to realize that, well, they're not going to give me a two-week notice. Why should I give them a two-week notice? It's, it's not something I have to do. It's merely a courtesy to your employer. You don't have to give a two-week notice. It's, that's just it. You don't have to. It's a courtesy is what it is. It essentially will help ensure a good reference when you're trying to find a new job. But no, your employer won't give you a two-week notice. It'd be great if they did, but I just I like to give two weeks notice just because that's that's what I was taught growing up, and I'm always looking forward to the next step. So giving a two week notice will help ensure a good reference rather than just leaving. Yeah, and I would always recommend look over your HR paperwork if you are just planning on quitting, because sometimes if you do not fulfill a two weeks notice. There's little clauses that says, well, if you don't fulfill a two weeks notice, then you don't get your PTO paid out or you don't get this or you don't get whatever it may be. And that would just be something to follow up on because I've seen a couple people get burned with that. So, and some of that new hire paperwork that you sign, people don't notice that they do trick you into that. But either way, congratulations on giving your two weeks. Thank you. I tried, I went up to my HR speaking of that today and asked if there's any way that they could pay out my sick pay. Normally they don't pay, they will pay out your vacation time, but they don't pay out your sick pay, which I don't necessarily agree with because I earned that sick pay. Yeah, I could definitely see that. But, um, so I just had a polite, you know, hey, is there any way that we could maybe look into this? Because I thought I only had like two weeks. I have 21 days of sick pay. Yeah, three weeks makes a huge difference. Yeah. And that even puts me, that moves my insurance back. If they can do that, that gives me basically like a month, one month more of insurance. Something I won't have to pay 100% out of pocket. But she said she's going to try, but not to hold my breath. So the fact that she's at least going to try, that's something. Yeah. I mean, the old cliche of the worst they could say is no. At least you asked. Yeah. No, fuck you. You're quitting. (laughs) All right. That's fair, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which at that point, you asked, right? I mean, I tried. I, oh, well. So, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll find out next week. But, yeah, so it just it just kind of sucked coming home from an amazing honeymoon then having to work for two weeks, two very, very long weeks, <laughs> because <laughs> all I'm thinking about now is having it be over, not having to come back. But four more days, 32 more hours, then I'm out. But who's counting? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not me, obviously. I'm not counting. Going in blind. I have no idea. But, yeah, so, I mean, I just... Kind of been going through the effects of the two-week notice. Walked in, had that nervousness where I don't know how they're going to react. Are they just going to fire me? Are they going to offer me a raise to stay? What do I do? None of that happened. They were very supportive. So that went well. So because of that, I had had that relief where I was like, all right, everything went well. We're good. There's no animosity. There seems to be no hard feelings. It's going to be a good two weeks. They're not going to just sit there and make my life a living hell for the next two weeks. It's going to be good. Then, as I said, I got that agitation. I was just like, now that I put my two weeks in, I just want it to be over. Like, why isn't it over? I am. I need this to be done. I'm done. You're over the caramel rolls? I'm over those damn caramel rolls. Which, by the way, I got to make some more. So, not fully over them. <laughs> Still got some more to do. But I am not going to miss those things. Ugh. Although I did finally get them right now. I got them right just in time to leave. So good luck. Well, it's going to be right for the next week and a half and then you'll leave and then they would want to change them again. So. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, she did a shit job on those. We just told her she did good. She sucks. No. Everybody seems to be really happy with them. I 
I've literally just started weighing them out so they're all equal. It takes a little longer, but everybody's happy. So that's, that's what matters. It's fine. <laughs> but then you get that excitement where you're like, all right, just a few more days and I'm done. Like I could feel the stress lifting away where it's just kind of, you can just like, kind of breathe better. And you just, I've been sleeping a lot better. That's huge. Yeah. Cause up until that, I was just, I was not sleeping very well. Just stressed out. I was stressed out over work cause I wasn't happy. Then I was stressed out over putting my two weeks in, but now I'm just, I'm good. Which that could be your reminder point, right? And for anybody that's in a current situation of trying to just wait out the last time, it's almost done. It's just getting closer now. Just breathe and get through it. But then you also have that sadness, like when you leave a job, not necessarily for the job by any means, but because you've been there for a few years, you've you've grown close to some of your coworkers, you've become friends with them. Yeah. And I'm going to miss working with some of them. Maybe not all the time, but every now and then, you know, I'll miss them because you always say, let's let's hang out. Let's go get drinks. Like when things get back to a more normal time, let's get together. But generally speaking, that almost never happens. It's always great to have that thought. But usually people just kind of move on. They get busy. They have other stuff to do. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, out of the coworkers that you have, how many of those do you think you would actually make an effort towards? Two. Two. Just two. <laughs> hey, and two is enough, right? Yeah. But then, then you kind of get that, that uncertain feeling. Like, what am I going to do next? I've been doing, like, I personally have been doing culinary for so many years, almost 10 years now. And that's all that's on my resume. And essentially what I want to do is I want to be out of culinary. I've wanted to get out of culinary for a few years. And every time I've wanted to get out, I've just, I kind of, I just got scared that I wasn't going to be able to find something outside of culinary. So I just talked myself out of doing what I wanted to do and just went back into culinary even though I knew I wasn't going to be happy but I knew it was a job that I could get yeah no you you stayed in your comfort zone and now you're trying to expand that which is uncomfortable but it's hopefully for the best and gonna be fun yeah and thankfully I I have a support system so I I feel comfortable in making that change even though it, it may take uh, maybe a month or two but it's nice having someone there that supports you. Yeah, absolutely. This just I just had a really weird moment of like, I'm kind of excited that you're going to be starting this new step on the journey as we're dropping episode one for this podcast. Doing it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but it just coincidentally worked out that way. Like you were both in such different parts of our lives and going through so much that hopefully you guys, the listeners, are going to be able to relate to between changing jobs. I am currently almost 23 weeks pregnant and planning a wedding that's going to happen before the baby comes and yeah so lots of fun and change for me as well you're going to be so busy yeah while trying to help balance my fiance's mma career right now how do you feel about all that boof <laughs> good work my my own personal therapist just keeps calling me out she goes i think you're just kind of burnt out right now because you've just kind of put up the meh i don't care anymore mentality which I think a lot of us have. Just kind of ready to get through it, ready to just ready for everything to get here. Yeah. That natural defense mechanism is coming up because I have my checklist of events that are happening between now and August 6th when my baby's due. You have quite a few things on your plate too, don't you? Yep. So just between now and my wedding, which is May 29th, I have a baby shower for my sister-in-law, a bridal shower for myself, a bridal baby shower for myself. My fiance has a, f a fight. Mother's Day celebrations, which is always a big thing with my family. And then we did a pre-wedding honeymoon 
that we have booked for a weekend to set a cabin locally. That'll be nice. For everybody, I actually live in Utah, so we are having our third winter right now, or fourth winter, I guess I guess we would call it. It was 75 degrees over the weekend, and it snowed today, so <laughs> that is normal. Wow. Yeah, it's like 80 degrees here, so I live in St. Louis, so we have currently very different weather going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then now it's sunny. It's supposed to be back up to 65 tomorrow, but we had snow this morning. Oh, uh, yeah. That's like when we left Mexico, it was it was in the high 80s. And we left, uh, I think, eight, not 8.30 or 9.30 in the morning. And yeah, we left at like 9.30. And by the time that we got back to St. Louis at like 11, 11.30 at night, it was 40 degrees. It was so cold. Our plane ride, because I don't understand what the airlines do. I don't get it. But they we went from Mexico to Philadelphia, straight past St. Louis, just Philadelphia. And then from Philadelphia to St. Louis, the flight was freezing. It was just like this little Embraer jet or I think that's what it's called. One of the small like 50-seater ones. Yeah, it's real small and it was just so cold. So I was like leaning against the seat and then I would try to move and like put my arms against that warm spot where I was laying. <laughs> Just to try to stay warm. Well, plus your body is also so used to the warmth of Mexico. Yes. That there's that shock. I am actually currently nervous that I'm going to get sick because usually it's around this time that I get some type of cold because of the drastic weather change. Oh, yeah. Going from 75 degree weekends of t-shirts and tank tops and shorts and flip-flops to it was a low of like 27 last night and waking up to a snowstorm. My body does not do well with that extreme fluctuation in temperature. Yeah, I'm just dealing with the sinus aspect of everything where it's the weather's changing, you got pollen and everything in the air, so my sinuses are just going crazy. Yay, allergies. Woo. <laughs> so great. So sorry, I totally sirelled. Um, did you have more that you wanted to vent about two weeks notice and coworkers and Oh my gosh. Having to work out the last two weeks notice. So I'm I'm at that point now in the two weeks where I just don't give a shit. I am so tired. Of just pretending to, no, not, I wouldn't say pretending so much, but because when you work with somebody and you work with them every day, you sometimes, you just want to keep the peace. Yeah. So even though they're being dicks or they're being immature, or they're, they're just, you know, whatever, you're just like, you just suck it up and you're just like, whatever, you know, I got to work with this person. I'm just going to swallow all of my emotions and just move on. But now I'm like, I don't got to work with you little fuckers anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> no, not doing this. You're not going to walk all over me. Sorry. No. And I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not just going at yelling at people, but if like today there was an instance where, and it was just, it was just a petty little instance, like where somebody just came and used the last of something that was on my station. Oh my gosh. I had, I had an issue with that at work today. And then went downstairs and got himself, like it was, it was like a box of gloves. He finished off the box of gloves and went downstairs and got himself two boxes of gloves. I just looked at him. I was like, um, did you not get me a box of gloves? Well, why would I do that? I only used one. And I go, yeah, but you used the last one. When you use the last of something, you replace it. It doesn't matter how many you use. You use the last of it. So you should have replaced it. Well, it's not my problem. You didn't have enough gloves. I'm like, that's the difference between you and me. Because if I were to use the last with someone's gloves or someone's anything, I would replace it. I would just, without them having to ask me, I would just go ahead and replace it because that's what you do. He goes, yeah, I guess that's how we're different. It's like, it's just, it's called just being polite, being a decent person. It's called common courtesy people. Yeah. No, I had a coworker today who we have two main hallways in my clinic and each hallway has their own water cooler, you know, with 
that bubbles up when you use it and you have to replace the five gallon jug on top. The one on my side was empty and rather, and there was a full jug right next to it. And rather than her replacing that one, she walks across the hallway to go to the other one and refill her water. And I'm just like, seriously, like you're, it's right there. So I go to pick it up. And then she makes a big deal about the fact that I'm lifting this heavy thing at 23 weeks pregnant. And I'm like, well, clearly you're not going to do it because you just walked away from it. And I mean, I understand if it's heavy, if you don't want to do it, ask someone else to do it for you. People will help you. Or don't get on me for then doing something that you're not going to do. True. Yeah. (laughs) Like that was the biggest thing that got to me. Like I'm still strong and healthy. Like, no, I know I'm not supposed to do crazy heavy lifting, but I can lift a five gallon jug of water. You are a dainty flower right now. I am not. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, and the, the, the coworkers that I already didn't care for, it's just, it's so much worse right now. Cause I mean, I, I don't say anything. I just, you know, I just, like I said, I keep my headphones in. I just keep moving on. But it's just like, they're just, it's it's just so much worse. Because I'm like, I don't got to deal with you anymore. I'm already over dealing with you, but here I am. Like, I'm so close to the finish line, but oh, here we are. I can still hear that annoying voice of yours. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just done. <laughs> yeah. Well, four more days. I know that's what, that's what Tom keeps telling me. He's like, you got this just four more days. I'm like, I really don't think I got this. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to last. Like, the other day, we were just kind of sitting down watching TV, and then a commercial came on, or an ad, because we're on Hulu. And he was just like, are you nervous about not having a job? Because I guess, like, something on my face was just kind of, I guess I guess I look, I look stressed or something. I was like, no. I was like, no. You, I was like, you've helped me feel comfortable with my decision to take time off. I was like, I'm just not sure what I'm going to do with all that time. And, like, I think that's what I was actually thinking about. I was just like, what am I going to do with all this time? Because normally I constantly have something to do. You know, usually it's work. Edit the podcast. Edit the podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. There we go. But I'm also, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to play Animal Crossing on my phone because I don't have the Wii version or a Switch. Then I was like, probably read some books, binge watch my shows, maybe even try getting back into yoga and working out. But we'll see. <laughs> We'll see about that. I like how that came at the end of everything. Yeah, that's a that's a huge maybe. That's a that's a we'll see. Like usually in the mornings, I have my most energetic thoughts. I'm just like, I may go for a walk when I get home. I may do this, and then I get home and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. Sit on the TV or no? <laughs> yeah, don't sit on your TV. Sit on the couch. Turn on the TV. Tom just comes home and I'm just sitting on the TV. <laughs> Which I mean, old school TVs like the giant ones that were the size of your couch. Go for it. These little yeah. dainty <laughs> flat screens can't do it anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I... It's actually funny that you're mentioning this, and I don't know why this sparked from my old therapist, from my personal therapist, I mean. She... I, I made a comment about having motivation. She's like, what is motivation? What is that? And I was like, uh, what? She's like, define it. Define motivation for me. And I was like, the drive or energy to do something? She goes, Motiv- motivation's bullshit. Like, it's a false... It's a false thing. It's, yes, you have energy. Like, or you have... a drive but but it's just like she called me out the motivation is not real that it's like some false concept that we use as an excuse of oh i just didn't have motivation to work out or i just didn't have motivation to clean the next um interview i go into are you self-motivated motivation's bullshit next question (laughs) (laughs) i really wish like when do i start (laughs) (laughs) i really wish i knew i had exactly how she called me out on it because i'm like wait what (laughs) like i am 
never thought I would have heard my therapist tell me that motivation was bullshit. That's my new catchphrase. I think I'm going to go start seeing a therapist now just so they can be like, Jackie, motivation's bullshit. I'll be like, you are so right. Take all my money. I mean, I kind of, well, I don't say that. I, I'm more call out clients. Let's do exercising. Is that bullshit? Dieting? <laughs> They'll be like, no, you need to do that. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Give me back all my money. No, my client, my, my, I mean, dieting, that's just another thing. Because if you're doing the fad diet and keto and all of that stuff where it's like, oh yeah, do this for three weeks and then you'll lose 20 pounds. Yeah, you'll lose 20 pounds, but then you'll gain it back within a month because that's not sustainable. You gain it, back it is so not fast. healthy. Yeah. It is a lifestyle change. And you may even gain more weight back because your body's oh, going to yeah. be depleted of nutrients and fat. And so it's just going to, it's going to start storing any kind of calories as fat because that's your body needs energy. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know how I got on this topic. I apologize. We are not but doctors no. or scientists doctors. or nutritionists. I mean, my fiance does have a bachelor's in exercise science and body kinesiology. And so it has personal training certification and everything. So he knows a lot about it. And so we talk about it, especially with him being a fighter and having to do weight cut. But it's really interesting to see his version of a fighter weight cut compared to others that I see. So does is his just like drink a lot of water? Just, I mean, is it just lean proteins? Yeah, he does protein heavy. He, I don't remember his water regimen because he spaces it out because you, you don't really want to restrict water until right beforehand. But he's only really cutting maybe five to 10 pounds before his fight. He's not like other fighters who will gain upwards to 30 pounds between fights. Because that's very common. So he doesn't really bulk too much then, does he? No, like he'll lift and everything, but... But he doesn't like he bulk, walks, put on weight. He walks at fight weight, yeah. No, he walks 10 to 15 pounds above fight weight, which is very different. But, I mean, no. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> you guys can... <laughs> Jackie will probably start calling me out on squirrel moments because I do that a lot. And <laughs> I apologize in advance. You got a lot going on over there, so... I mean, I squirreled. I would. I'm just. I'm gonna let you. Go. I'm just gonna let you go. I'll be like, you know what? Do your thing. No, I would have squirrel moments all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. I. I guess I'm just speaking to our listeners. Of squirrel moments will happen, and I apologize in advance. But and if hey, if you want to write in about conversations you've had with people and their squirrel moments or your squirrel moments, by all means, please do. We have plenty of our own. But yeah. Oh, so one thing that I'm gonna kind of shift gears that I wanted to unleashing it off my chest this week is about in regards to wedding planning and where yes as I've said a couple times now I am 23 weeks pregnant I miss alcohol so much but just because I'm pregnant I'm doesn't mean that you. I'm not gonna allow to have I'm not gonna cut off my guests from my wedding from having alcohol so we are setting up a open bar at my wedding so if you guys want to fly out to Utah come hit up the open bar go for it <laughs> We'll be there. Um, but We probably won't be there, but... In spirit. We'll cheers you from home. Perfect. But we'll like send you a picture or a video. Which, I mean, you're going to be busy, so you just watch it and see it whenever you got time. Awesome. But yeah, so we... And living in Utah, liquor laws are fun. They're annoying as all hell, but you get used to them. Like, you genuinely do get used to the liquor laws here in Utah. Um but a lot of the stuff, like, we don't have... Every liquor store here is state-run. It is... There is no Ma and Pa liquor store. Um, there is no liquor or wine of any sort sold in grocery stores. You have to go to a liquor store for that. 
etc etc how have you not moved (laughs) because the outdoors and the mountains here are gorgeous and the skiing and everything else so you also cannot have wine delivered to you can you nope nope if you are a part of a wine club and the wine club actually delivers to utah they will deliver to your closest state liquor store and you can pick it up from there well that's not bad as long as, like, you're near one. No, I mean, like, it's not bad, but it's still just kind of annoying. Yeah. But, um, so you can be a part of some of them. I mean, and that's progressive because before you weren't even able to subscribe to wine clubs. But, anywho, so my mom went out to Wendover, which is a small town in Nevada, about 45 minutes. No, she was a mesquite. She was a mesquite visiting a friend. And she's like, hey, I'm at a liquor store. Like, let me get some boxed wine for your wedding and let's get some stuff while I'm here because it's so much cheaper. Which it is. I mean, a $12 box of wine down there is $19 up here. It took me 35 minutes to help explain to my mother that I wanted Chardonnay and a red blend. That was it. 35 minutes. So what took so, like, what was the issue? Um, my mom doesn't know wine. And so I specifically said, I want a Chardonnay. Okay, well, they have Chardonnay, they have rich and buttery Chardonnay, they have Pinot Grigio, they have Moscato. (laughs) Mom, just the Chardonnay. All those other ones that you're saying are different types of wine. And then I could hear the little attendant in the background trying to help her. Oh, well, this one's really popular, da-da-da-da. It's our best Sauvignon Blanc seller. And I was like, I don't want a Sauvignon Blanc. I want Chardonnay. (laughs) Just literally buy four boxes of Chardonnay. And then we go, and then that was a little bit quicker, but then we go into the reds and it literally just went for another 15 minutes of, I want a red blend. And then her friend chimes in with, well, those are pretty strong. Maybe you should do something lighter. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's the case, then give me do two boxes of red blend and two boxes of Merlot. Mixes it up a little bit, <laughs> flavor profile-wise. Well, what about this? And it's box wine. And I can't even drink it. <laughs> and I can't even drink it. Hey, don't be hating on box wine. <laughs> I'm drinking box wine. <laughs> I love box wine. I'm not dishing on it, but it's just like, come on. And so it just made me so mad that it was just constantly not listening to me and just, well, what about this? And they're saying this. And I was like, mother, I bartended for three years. I know my wine. I know what I want to serve at my wedding. Just grab these. Well, do you want this red? Do you want delicious red? Do you want Cabernet Sauvignon? Do you want this? Do you want that? Just please get this. <laughs> like, oh my hell. It was, it was rough. It was a rough one. But overall, like I just mantra to myself, she's helping me out. Overall, she's saving me lots of money. Overall, she's doing a very kind thing. See, at least your mom asked what you wanted. I'm sure my mom would have just shown up with a shit ton of Moscato. Like, well, here's what I like. I'm like, great, take it back. Well, the only reason why I actually got asked on this one is because she admits that she doesn't know wine. She already went off and bought three cases of sparkling water without asking me. She already apparently hired a a second caterer for my reception. That I, yeah, that's... Do you know what the menu is? Um, it's going to be Polynesian food. So Kalua pork and chicken katsu and mac salad and terry chicken and stuff like that. But it just... So like it's going to be good food and I love Polynesian food. I'm a quarter Samoan. My mom was born in New Zealand. I grew up around the Samoan culture a ton. Utah's very full of it. But it's just now I have two caterers for my wedding. One of which is going to cater the family more intimate luncheon after the ceremony. And then an hour later... The other one's going to come and cater my open house reception. Sounds like there's there's going to be like some overlap in the kitchen with the caterers. There's an hour break for our first caterer to be able to pack up and leave before the open house reception starts. But won't the reception caterer have to unpack and get everything ready? 
they're going to be in different areas. That's oh. why I'm oh, okay. delegating. Because thankfully my first kidder is smart and they're just like, give me a 20 by 20 area in the backyard or wherever we're holding it, whatever in the venue and give me an outlet. And then they bring everything. They set up everything. They even bring plates and utensils for us and all of our guests and a water station. That's nice. And everything like that. And they just serve and cook food right there. And it's fresh, freshly made crepes. Ooh, that's fun. And then they, yes. So hopefully not. But yeah, anywho, there's my random little just vent of people not listening and not acknowledging like A plus B equals C. Very simple. Stop adding in everything else. (laughs) Uh, For our wedding, we already, well, we know my mom's a pain and everything has to be about her. So we just went ahead and made one of our wine choices, Moscato. I doubt she even drank it, but we, you know, it was there. It was something she couldn't bitch about, so. We did our part. Yep. I'm going to make sure that there is a bottle of Bailey's or Sheridan's at the venue for my mother. We made sure there was gin and I, I don't know. I think it was Coors Light, something that she drank. <laughs> Perfect. Well, the gin was for us, but she was just like, I don't like that craft beer. It's like, you've never had it. I want Coors Light. And we're like, like I like Coors Light. Don't get me wrong. But we're just like, hey, it's not on the beer list. But we'll pay extra so you can have four bottles of Coors Light. Great. <laughs> it's like, just bring it. Keep it in your purse, lady. <laughs> Honestly, I think she ended up just drinking, like, gin and tonics or something. So we didn't even need that need that beer. So We're taking a risk at my wedding because it is at a private residence. Because it is one of our really good family friends who are basically aunts and uncles for me that offered us their house. Um we don't have to have a licensed bartender serve. And okay. so I am debating on if I am even going to hire somebody to help me bartender or if I'm just going to have free pour at my wedding. I feel safe doing that because there will not be tequila at my wedding. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I mean, and you can keep like little, I don't know, maybe ice buckets at the table. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I think, I think the biggest thing that I'm worried about is the 18, 17, 18, 19 year olds that are going to be there trying to sneak over to the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would... You don't want to get caught with that. No, not at all. So, can we put a leash on an 18-year-old? Yes. Probably not voluntarily, but the battle's going to be fun, so... <laughs> Sorry, just got a lovely text from my mother that I want to scream about. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> I apologize. That's why we're here. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we're here. Um, no, my soon-to-be nephew. L- love, hate this child. Parents were out of town, decided to throw a little bit of a party. As one does. Where do you think he decided to throw away the bottle cap lids from his Coronas? Ooh, in the trash can. Probably right on top. In the garbage disposal. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. So not only did you almost blow up the garbage disposal, you made it very obvious on how to find that contraband. That doesn't, that doesn't just get washed down, bud. No. <laughs> Does this kid know how garbage disposals work? I don't know. This disposes of the garbage. They'll never find it down here. It's dark. You just turn it on and it's just immediately broken. Yeah. Turn the water and it washes away, right? Bottle caps dissolve in water. Yeah, no. Jackie is loving on her cat right now. You will hear that. (laughs) I am. The meows were him trying to get away, but I had to get one more kiss in. He's gone now. He, He was over it. He's about as over it as I am with my job, so. Almost done. So close. I'm just going to rage Saturday night. No, I'm not, but. (laughs) Maybe. Drink that boxed wine out of of a champagne glass. Actually, I'm out of boxed wine, so this is my last glass. Oh. Thankfully, Aldi's right down the street. 
I love me some Winking Owl boxed wine. It's $11 a box. I have never heard of that brand. I'm a big fan. Um, not a huge fan of their red blend, but I love their white blend. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Look for it in your local Aldi's. Feel free to sponsor us. Aldi's does not exist in Utah. Oh, really? Ooh. We have them all over the place here. I love Aldi. Some lady, I went in the other day to Aldi. Some old lady was standing like right behind me. Mind you, there are stickers on the floor that say six feet with arrows pointing to either side of the person on the sticker. So I'm standing six feet back. And this old lady comes up and she is, she may as well have jumped on my back. I may as well, I should have just been carrying her. She was so close to me. And so finally I I turn sideways. I'm just kind of like standing with my legs, like not like kind of slightly spread with the box wine, like on my hip. So she, so she's just not right there against me. And every time I move up, she's just right there against me. I, I just want to look at her and be like, ma'am, if I wanted somebody up my ass, I'd call my husband. <laughs> I was just like, so I didn't say anything. I just kind of, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to get through this. So I'm paying for my stuff and I'm trying to take, they don't bag anything. They just put all of your stuff into a cart and you can either take the cart and bag up or box up your stuff. Or I had three small things. So I just grabbed it and took it with me. And as I'm trying to get this stuff out of the cart, she's literally up against me, putting stuff into the cart that I'm trying to get stuff out of. I look at her, I go, do you mind? And she just starts laughing. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. What is so funny about you being all up in my business in every way, shape or form? Like, yeah, I get it. You're probably vaccinated because you're old as shit, but I don't care even before COVID back up like I don't I don't want some random person up against me I don't know you you don't know me just space like get out of my get out of my bubble just please take like one big step back that's it because there I mean there was nobody up like pushing her forward she was just constantly just like right up against me it's like I could not I could I I, like ran out of that store because like I I'm not vaccinated yet like we I get my first dose tomorrow my husband gets his on Thursday. We're very excited. Ooh, have so much fun with that. I hope you don't have any side effects because Oh, I've heard they're horrible. I witnessed my fiance's being absolutely terrible and knocked him on his ass. Oh, really? For a few days like Ooh. And that, as you guys have heard me said, like he's he's a fighter. He trains 6 days a week, 2 to 3 hours a day. That's where he is at now while we're recording this and one of the most healthiest people that I know. And it literally put him down. The first shot put him down. Which one did he get? What one begins with an M? Moderna. Moderna. I believe that's the one that he got. Okay, I think we're getting Pfizer. Yeah. And so we will see. Hopefully you have no side effects. I've heard the whole spectrum, and I think we all have. People that have gotten Pfizer that I've heard of haven't had any issues or side effects. Knock on wood. Um, One of my coworkers... One of the ones that I will actually miss, um, my boss, she got the Janssen, the Johnson & Johnson one dose, and she just said she had a horrible migraine. She finally was able to take, I guess, she finally got home or whatever and was able to take some um, ibuprofen or not ibuprofen. Tylenol. Tylenol. And said she felt better after that, but she was just so exhausted the next morning. And Oh, yeah. Because I guess she didn't sleep that well because of the headache. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm not looking for <laughs> i'm not looking forward to any side effects 
And because Tom gets his on Thursday, he's going to use me basically as a guinea pig to what he can expect. I'm like, all right, great, thanks. <laughs> see, and that's, I don't think that's a fair comparison, but I guess we will, we will find out and see. You can report on that the next time that we record. Yeah, I will keep you updated. I'm hoping it's just no, no side effects, nothing. One of my, uh, the HR lady I talked to today, she got the Moderna and she said she couldn't even feel the shot. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of issues where it burns. The injection injection site will will like burn or be sore. Yeah. So who knows? We will have to see. It is a gamble. We'll see. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't have much else on my plate that I want to unleash. I think the biggest thing is just the overall frustration of not being heard, not being listened to when even when you're being so direct, right? I get the passive aggressiveness comments of not being heard and understood. That's on, that would be on me, right? If I was like him and Han and Ooh and whatever's, but I mean, then guys, this goes so much more beyond just buying wine. <laughs> I think we can all relate to not being heard or listened to when you're directly saying, this is what I need or this is what I want. Oh, yeah. So working through that. <laughs> and, and it's when people, it's your wedding. And yes, she is trying to do something nice for you, which is great, but. And this isn't necessarily about your mom. This is probably more about my mom trying to do something nice for me. But she makes it about herself. And then it just kind of like it's no longer about us and our wedding. It's mostly about like her and how she feels. I don't know if you have I don't know if you've gone through any of that. Like my mom gets upset when the attention isn't on her. She doesn't really want much to do with it. Like she was so uninterested in our wedding because it wasn't about her. I can't tell if it's that she's uninterested or the fact that because I'm not letting her do whatever she wants is causing her to have more distance and be more negative. And yeah, I think that's more what it is, is that she initially had attempted to say that we were having Polynesian food for the main catering of my wedding. And I shut that down real fast, stating that my fiance and I were going to choose one of our favorite restaurants in Salt Lake to cater and do their crepes and... It took a long time for her to recover from that when I just blatantly said, nope, <laughs> because she's not used to that. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, just real quick. Um, we didn't have cores that we had Bud Light at the wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, my mom, I had to force her to go wedding dress shopping with me. And she picked out the one dress that I told her, the one style dress I told her I absolutely did not want that was strapless. I don't have anything to hold a strapless dress up with. I have enough going on at the wedding and the reception. I don't need to worry about holding up a dress while I'm dancing or, you know, the dress falling down. I just wanted the dress I'd be comfortable in and what I wanted. Yeah. And so she picked this one dress out. It was champagne colored, which I wanted white ivory. And I had already found the dress that I wanted. And she was so irritated that I did not want her dress. And she goes, well... You could just have the alterations person add fabric to the dress to make it be like the dress that you want. And I was like, or I could just go with the dress that already has all of that. Yeah, exactly. Well, why am I here? I don't know. I guess because you're my mom and I'm your only child. I don't know. I'm sorry. I wasted your time. I just realized the dress that I picked out for me that I absolutely love is very, very similar to your dress. Oh, is it? I'm creeping on your Facebook right now. <laughs> yeah, it took my mom until my wedding to tell me that she liked my dress it was nine months from the time she saw the dress until the wedding oh yeah no my mom because covid stuff i have not been covid wedding dressing wedding dress shopping um i am also in a very specific situation where i am pregnant i'm going to keep growing in my pregnancy up until my wedding i'm going to be about 30 weeks i'm going to be 30 weeks pregnant during my wedding so who knows how much bigger i'm going to get but the dress that you you picked out, the one you like, is the one that you showed me, right? 
yeah, the one that has an extra ton of extra flowy stuff and everything else. I like that dress. My mother hates that dress because she feels like there's not enough fabric on top and that it's not classy to have a backless dress, especially being pregnant, especially with tattoos showing. So. Oh, no. It's your <laughs> wedding. If you love it and you're comfortable and you're happy, then that's what matters. Yeah. So we're going to keep going with that. But yeah, I mean, so I guess from my end, what listeners can look forward to, well, a lot of stuff. I will talk about work. I will talk about fiance. I will talk about in-laws. Wedding and baby will be a little bit higher up sometimes because that's obviously on that top of the list. I will probably just be talking about job hunting, um, Animal Crossing. Going to have a lot of time with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any TV shows I'm watching? Any TV shows you guys recommend? I love comedies. Goes the same with movies. Um, I love a good book. I like mysteries. So what type of comedy, though? Are you talking, like, rom-com comedy? Um, like Will Ferrell, more crude comedy. I love Um, Will Ferrell. I love his style comedies. Um, like I love Schitt's Creek. That was one of my favorite shows. Uh, Superstore. I just started, and I know I'm so late to the game, but, and this, these aren't comedies, but I did just start watching Better Call Saul and Ozark. Those are good, but you can only, I can only watch like dark shows so long before I need like a comedic relief. Yeah, absolutely. Any shows that are just easy to watch and just funny that don't... that Kind of the, the mindless fun humor. Yeah, they don't need your full attention all the time. Yeah. Which, I mean, I am currently wearing a Letterkenny shirt. Letterkenny is a good one that I would recommend. I'll have to give it a try. It is a specific humor. Um, it is about a brother, a guy, and his two best friends and his sister who live in small town Canada. And it's just making jokes and farm jokes and rural jokes and just whatever um i would skip the episode three which i believe is the fart book episode um (laughs) but i mean for the most part it's good it has somewhat of a storyline throughout the seasons that you follow in regards to like love interest and romantics and stuff like that but a lot of it is just it's a lot of just humor actually the podcast that brought us together my favorite murder um they did a they talked about it on episode 216 i believe I think I remember them talking about it. They talked about Letterkenny as one of the during one of the intros or whatnot, and then they actually had a on one of the minisodes. Somebody wrote in from the town that Letterkenny was based off of. I think I remember. I I know I remember if I listened to it because I've I've listened to every episode, which sucks because when you get caught up on your podcast, I hate waiting for a week. It's like you guys come on, let's record some more episodes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I also like I like shows also like Emily in Paris. I've started rewatching Thirty Rock and I have to listen to something when I go to bed. Like I can't just go to sleep. I if I don't have something like to listen to, my thoughts will my mind just keeps racing and one thought will lead to something else, which leads to something else, and then it's like four in the morning and I haven't fallen asleep yet. So I have I have Bluetooth headphones and they connect obviously to my phone. So I will have Hulu playing Because I don't know if Netflix still does this, but they used to watch or ask after three episodes, are you still watching? It's like, yeah, just keep going. It's not after just three episodes. They do ask though, but they now give you an option instead of just continue watching or it says you can now click continue watching without you asking again. I want to go in to look at that because I know Hulu doesn't. So I always just go to Hulu and I just, I've been putting on arrested development lately because i've seen that show so many times i don't have to pay attention to it yeah so i could just have it kind of like in the background i just put it the volume as low as it can go and i just fall asleep to that we watched the boondock saints this weekend 
I love that movie. And we actually watched the second one, which wasn't bad. And unpopular opinion, I like the second one. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I did too. I like the second one. Everybody hates it. I like it. I am glad. I am glad that they chose not to do a third one because I feel like that would have been too much. I thought I read somewhere where they were doing a third one. Um, last I researched, which was Sunday, it is Tuesday that we're recording this, um, was that both the primary actors stated that they would not return for a third one. Yeah, I think I think it's good they just kind of leave it where it's at. Yeah, leave it where it be. Are they doing a fourth Pitch Perfect? Hell if I know. <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> I love Pitch Perfect. I have all three movies. No shame. I like the first two. The third one was a little bit much for me. Third one kind of went a little off track. Oh, yeah. Went a little off the rails, but yeah, still liked it. I still watched it. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of Two Broke Girls, which I would love to have all of the DVDs, but I just can't justify buying them when I can rent them for free from the library. So whenever I get like a hankering for Two Broke Girls, I just... Do you still actually rent from the library? Heck yeah. Everything is free. How old school is that? <laughs> Look, I'm 34. So in my day, no, um, I didn't even realize you could rent movies and TV shows from the library. But I mean, because some stuff either not on Netflix or Hulu or Prime, or you have to have a certain subscription, like a premium one. Yeah. And the library surprisingly has a pretty good, um, they got a lot of stuff. So yeah. Instead of going to Redbox, I go to the library. I just, it's, like I said, I'm 29. I turned 30 in September and I feel so damn old because I primarily work with teenagers and kids. So my primary age range as a therapist is nine to 17. I do work with a lot of it. I do work with adults and everything, but talking with these nine to 17 year olds about some of the stuff and I mentioned something, they're like, wait, what? It just blows me away. It like, do you remember like, the cush balls no. like basically just a, a ton of like the rubber strings that maybe you just held and played with oh yeah yeah no clue what it is i bought a rain stick for my office they're fascinated they're fascinated by it they have no clue what the fuck it is when we were looking up um at the resort at the gift shop they had a rain stick and i was going crazy for that thing and tom was like put it back <laughs> like i was like no listen he's like jackie there's other people in the store and i was like i don't give a shit <laughs> not gonna see these people again it's <laughs> <laughs> a giant maraca <laughs> but exactly like i my thing now is i have melty beads or perler beads or whatever you call them like what are those where you had the little pegboard and you put the little beads down and they made oh. designs and then you ironed them you had all the fun stuff i didn't have all that no i brought that into session and kids are like this is so cool what is to this like we'll sit there and do melty beads during session that's fun that's kind of like relaxing too they just think it's so it's so unique. And I'm like, why is this weird for you? I think we need to bring back, like, the Tamagotchis. Oh, I have one. Oh, do you? They were on sale on, was it Groupon? I found them, like, last year. I tried to download the app to my phone. It was, but I was just like, I can't keep up. It just, it needs so much stuff. And I'm it going to so bed. It needs so much attention. <laughs> it makes me wonder how the hell I ever kept my Tamagotchis alive before. It was like, I need to eat or I'm going to die. I'm like, I need to sleep or I'm going to die. I'm. You've lived a good life. All right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, Uninstall. or I found a bop it. Did you ever play yeah. bop it? Oh, yeah, I have a bop it in my office, too. Kids think it's fascinating. Oh, you should get a skip bow or a skip it. Skip it? Yeah, probably. Take them outside and do skip it. Yeah. But I tried to find the bop it extreme. Those things go for like 90 bucks online. I'm 
like, holy shit. I remember the game Pretty Pretty Princess. And I looked into buying that game. And that game was, like, really expensive. We used to play it all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, so so lesson for our listeners. If you have any of those old school things in good condition, save that shit. Because sell Save them and then sell them or sell them. I was going to say sell them, but I would say save save them them for a little bit longer because (laughs) the 90s are coming back. I just found out that 10 Things I Hate About You, one of my favorite movies, right? came out 20 years ago. It's like Clueless. So long ago. Yeah. 20 years ago now it came out, if not longer. And there's a scene in that movie where the little sister Bianca is walking down the hallway with a butterfly shirt on and she like smiles at the guy and this is after the party and all that stuff. I've seen three teenagers in the past week wearing a very similar 90s butterfly t-shirt with just the butterfly right in the middle of the chest half of them have been crop top with the high-waisted mom jeans scrunchies the plastic oh chokers are back i was like holy man crap. i thought we got rid of that. i thought we burned all that stuff nope it is it is back it is here it is alive bucket hats are now a thing again can we bring back the pencil thin eyebrows no. Every, everybody with their perfect manicured eyebrows and their microblading. Guess what, guys? Pencil eyebrows are in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those are ever going to be in again. I hope not. Oh, my gosh. I did those one year. My mom was so mad. <laughs> I went in. I was like, I'm just going to get my eyebrows done. She's like, all right. You know, I come back. What did you do to your eyebrows? Mom, it's all the rage. Christina Aguilera has these. She's like, you're not Christina Aguilera. <laughs> See? I was like, don't I look cool? <laughs> See, I was raised. <laughs> I was raised by only older brothers. I'm the youngest only girl, older brothers, tomboy hardcore. I have super curly hair. I did not n- learn how to straighten my hair until my senior year of high school. I did not legitimately learn how to do makeup until I graduated grad school <laughs> because I realized I was I realized I was going to be a professional and I had just finished my masters. I probably need to be able to present myself in a somewhat good manner. Do you remember the ice blue eyeshadow? Yes. It was so cool back in the day. Mistakes were made, guys. We lived, we learned, and apparently we brought it back. They are coming <laughs> back. They are all coming back. I mean, I see it all the time. The different colored mascaras here. I never got into, no, I never got into that. So, but yeah, what else do you have for our lovely listeners today for episode one? Oh, um, when you go to the dentist. And you walk in and they say your first name. Don't just say yeah and go with it. Don't do what I did. Make sure you say your last name. I walked into the dentist on Monday. Wasn't thinking much of it. I was the only one in there. I walk in. They're like, Jacqueline? I was like, yeah, that's me. You know, we don't, you know, the formal, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, are you ready for your, your root canal and your crown? What? No, I, no, what? No, I'm here for a cleaning. No, we, we talked to you last on the phone when you made your appointment about your root canal and your crown. And I was like, uh, no, I made my appointment in person last time I was here. I didn't talk to anybody on the phone. Well, no, we talked, they talked to you in the office. I was like, no, no. And at this point I'm trying to think back. Did they talk to me? No, they didn't talk to me about this. I would, I would remember this. Do you have the doctor that gives you laughing gas for your bed, for your no, I got my wisdom teeth taken out and I, I only had local anesthesia. I drove myself to and from. Yeah. So, I mean, I did not get knocked out. <laughs> but I've just heard of dentists now. I see dentist ads of like, oh, you can get some laughing gas while you're in your appointment to make you feel a little bit better. 
oh, no, no, I don't want to wind up on a YouTube video. No, I will not do that. Yeah. So it just so it just made you so it made you wonder. So I was just wondering if maybe you missed it then. No, I I so I kind of start freaking out. Just like, what did I miss? Was I not paying attention? I remembered discussing my next appointment and a root canal and a crown was not part of it. So she goes back to talk to the dentist and comes back out adamant. Yep, ma'am, they talked to you in your appointment about the pricing. And I was like, no, I would remember talking about the pricing of a root canal and a crown. I did. I came in here for cleaning. I did not budget for any of that. And so I'm kind of standing there just I have no idea what's going on. I'm so, I'm confused. I'm like kind of freaking out. Like I have no mouth pain. I have no tooth pain. I don't know what's going on. Lady walks in, walks up to the counter with the other, other receptionist and goes, hi, I'm Jacqueline. And I was like, son of a bitch. So I look at my girl and she's still trying to figure it. She goes, no ma'am, did you want to get the root canal and the crown today? And I look, I go, is, and I said my last name. And she just looks at the girl, the other receptionist and goes, I got him backwards. I got him backwards. <laughs> I was just like, oh, like. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we figured this out now rather than after. So I was, just, I was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to come back. <laughs> so yeah, thankfully um, she had the wrong Jacqueline because apparently they booked two Jacquelines at the same time. So I look at her, I go, hey, maybe next time um, don't book two people with the same name at the same time. Yeah, two Michaels, two Ashleys, two Samanthas. And, I mean, I'm just laughing at this point because at this point it's now hilarious. It's no longer like freaking me out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that's that's probably on me too, even though I was the only person there. And they're just like, Jacqueline's an uncommon name. And I'm like, I mean, maybe. She's like, yeah, last time we had two Michaels. I'm like, okay, that's kind of common. <laughs> I think you guys need to start doing last names now. <laughs> but yeah, so um, almost accidentally got a root canal and a crown. Terrifying. But thankfully, I just got my routine cleaning. So all was well. So next time you go to the dentist, also say your last name. Maybe throw a date of birth out there. I don't know. Maybe throw... Also, just for good measure, throw out your email. <laughs> Do they use email anymore? Yeah, they email my receipt to me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And that's that's how we can that's how I confirm all my appointments. And so because I put I have I carry the insurance for both of us. Oh, okay. And so since I'm putting my two weeks in right now, we're just scrambling to get like eye doctor, dentist, like all that stuff that because we're gonna get gap insurance, but gap insurance doesn't cover stuff like that it just covers like if you're in a car wreck or have to go to the hospital gotcha okay so we're just kind of running around so yeah so thursday i got my eye doctor appointment that'll be fun fun hopefully i don't have any like weird surgeries accidentally happen i don't know just just trying to get my, get some contacts that's all i want i'm going to give my last name on that appointment <laughs> perfect i learned oh <laughs> learned so much well i will take that into my doctor's appointment tomorrow that i have for my little one um so for our listeners, to introduce you to like something that we had talked about for ending episodes on was um, call them like wholesome moments because a lot of the time we kept this a little bit more lighthearted this episode, well to a point, but sometimes we will come in with more heavy heavy shit, right? Um, including societal norms, things happening in the world. We are open, we have no judgments, but we do not stand for bigotry, racism, bullshit like that. So um, if you make a suggestion that is along those lines of bigotry and racism or any of that we will politely respond accordingly your message is going straight in the trash <laughs> if i see it i will respond accordingly and say, <laughs> we appreciate you reaching out please try again you have not been picked for this lottery we will um, respond accordingly but your shit's going in the trash people <laughs> come on um but so we we decide that we are going to end 
episodes with like a wholesome moment of just some of the beauty, some of the simple funny things in life that happen that can make us kind of smile and giggle. Um, mine came this weekend when my brother and sister-in-law came up for a visit for the first time, which I should have vented about in this session, but whatever. I like how we call it a session. This is therapy for us. <laughs> um, they came up with my nephew to go on the train up here in my hometown. Well, not hometown, in the town that I live in. And we were eating lunch afterwards. And my nephew loves my fiance. And he re- was refusing to eat his corn dog because he wanted to play with Uncle Cole. And my fiance looks at me and goes, hey, bud, take up more bites of your corn dog. Let's get this thing done so we can go play. And he turns and looks at me and goes, shut your damn mouth. Oh <laughs> and we, all of us, just kind of froze. It's that awkward moment of you want to laugh so, so hard, but then you don't because that encourages the three and a half year old to continue to speak that way. And I literally had to like stare at the sun and pretend to start fake coughing to keep myself from laughing. And my sister-in-law just goes, whose kid is this? And where did he learn this from? And it just stunned us for a second. I call my grandpa a son of a bitch whenever I was three. He told me I couldn't have ice cream. I just go, Papa. <laughs> You some bitch. <laughs> it was so hilarious. Everyone was just laughing and laughing until they found, until my grandma and grandpa found out what I said. And then my mom was the only one still laughing. Yeah. It took us about two months to break the dumbass that my brother, that my nephew picked up from my gra- from my mom, from his grandma, because she went to go back out of a parking lot, a parking stall. And some guy turned the corner super fast and accelerated through a parking lot. And so she's like, ah, oh, dumbass. And he's sitting in the back. So he goes, Dumbass. Dumbass. My mom taught me that too, so <laughs> that's where I got that's where I got some bitch at was uh moms, right? <laughs> so my wholesome moment was my nephew telling my fiance to shut his damn mouth and just I'm sorry, but that is funny. The happiness and the cuteness that comes from Aww. little kids and those moments that you just see. And plus, I mean they say it so adorably too. Yeah, and he was so serious because he slowed it down in everything. And, and, and <laughs> stared him straight in the eye when he said it. And, you should start telling that to Cole now. Oh yeah, that's that's my plan. <laughs> well, he got. Well, I guess this doesn't really count. Well, it might. We we have agreed in our relationship, which I love him so much for. The April Fools is stupid. It's completely idiotic. Oh, I hate April it's, Fools. It's so unnecessary, right? Like sometimes, like little things, I get, but I've had people take it way too far, and. I was thanking him on the evening of April Fool's and I was like, yeah, like, hey, thanks so much for just agreeing that April Fool's is stupid. And the next thing I said was, yeah, I know you don't need a holiday to ever be an asshole to me. (laughs) Trying to say it in like an endearing way of like, because he always pulls pranks. He's always a jokester. He's very kidding. He's very lighthearted where he'll try and make me laugh and say jokes even when I'm struggling with something serious. But the way that I said that, he goes, oh, wow. Thanks. I'm just an asshole then. <laughs> and so for the past almost week now, that's all I keep getting. He's like, well, I'm just the asshole. You just be like, shut your damn mouth. Oh, yeah. Well, I threw it back at him. I don't remember what I did. I think I burped. He's like, wow, I'm marrying such a classy broad. So now our new thing is he's like, well, I'm just an asshole. It's like, well, I'm just a classy broad. So we're meant to be together. Well, you know, you found each other. So it matters. <laughs> exactly. Do you have a wholesome moment to end on for you? I have two wholesome moments. So um, Mexico has these things called coates. They're essentially just like Mexican raccoons. 
Oh, that was so cute. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I saw you post so, a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you are, like, they're very, they're very brazen. They are not afraid of people at all. And they don't really want you feeding them, which, like, okay, sure, this cute, adorable animal is going to come up to me, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to feed it? <laughs> Absolutely not. This thing is getting all of my food. It looks like a raccoon mixed with a red panda. It, yeah, it kind of does. It, it is... And they are so cute, but they're wild. Jackie will post a picture of it on our Facebook and Twitter and eventually Instagram. And um, we were eating breakfast at one of the breakfast spots. This one just happened to be down by the beach, which, by the way, it's like the best view for breakfast. So we're eating and this little kawati is just kind of coming around. And I dropped some food on the ground and it came over and ate it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. I'm going to see if it can take food out of my hand. And Tom was like babe and i was like no i'm gonna do it there's no turning back now you cannot stop me train has left the station (laughs) did he say i don't want to give you a rabies shot while we're in mexico so i think it was more like i don't want to get kicked out (laughs) (laughs) don't ruin our damn honeymoon we waited a year for this we're in the back end of it don't ruin it now so i take a little piece of toast and i just kind of hand it out and he so gently takes it from my hand and eats it and it was just the cutest, like, my heart melted. He just, he just, like, grabbed it real quick, and it was so gentle. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this, this is going to be my pet. I'm going to take this home with me. Then he kind of, like, walked up, like, put his two front paws on top of our table trying to look for food. And Tom, I think, was worried he was going to jump up on the table. And I was like, I don't even care at this point. I, I'm in love with this thing. I am its mom now. <laughs> I love that your wholesome moment is you breaking the damn rules. In Mexico. <laughs> and like, there's like these beautiful birds that are there too. And the other lunch spot is, it's a kind of a buffet style. So the birds, as they're gathering plates, they just kind of like, they set them down and for just like a minute or two. And then they take them back to the kitchen. But if, when they're not looking, the birds will swoop down and just like grab a chip or whatever. So I was like, Feeding the birds, like throwing food on the ground for the birds, even though I probably wasn't supposed to. But I was, I mean, I was done with my food. I wasn't, it wasn't going to waste. But then you like see these two birds kind of like come and fight for the food. And they would just like take the food out of the other bird's mouth or beak and just leave. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's not fair. (laughs) This poor bird (laughs) just looks so like, does not know what just happened. He's like, where's, I I had food. I have no food now. What is going on? But the Kuatis will, they they will fight. They get mean. Like they will fight for food and stuff. We, I only fed them when it was like, just wanted them. I, cause I didn't want to feed one and have them fight. So I, I only fed them that, that one time. But yeah, we'll, we would see them. Like limping around or have big gashes in them. Like they're clearly injured, but I mean they're still getting around. They're fine. There's there's really there's nothing you can do. But they're just they're just like any wild animal. They just fight. But he was just so gentle taking the food out of my hand. It was just so sweet. And I was like, I can't tell anyone about this right now because you're not supposed to feed them. But and it was cute because they got one got up on the chair of another table and was like looking at the <laughs> Don't lady. Encourage and the lady's that. like, I have no food for you. And I was like, Yes, you do. It's right there on your table. Give him some toast. <laughs> you're not gonna eat it. But uh, um, yeah. So that was one of my wholesome moments. And I got a bunch Perfect. of pictures of him. And he was just I when I held up my camera, that's when he got up on his back two legs and just kind of posed. It was so, I guess he must have thought the camera was food or something, but it was like, it was just so perfect. And then my other wholesome moment was when we got home from our trip and I had this package waiting for me and I, I had no idea what this package was because I, we had stopped our mail, but yet we had this package coming and on the box it says cake pan. 
my husband's like, did you order a cake pan? I was like, no, why would I order a cake pan? No, we, we have pans. <laughs> I don't need a cake pan. <laughs> so finally we get home and we open this package and it's a wine glass from Tess. Because I had, I had mentioned a while back that I didn't have a cute punny wine glass. <laughs> and so she got me this really cute wine glass and it says, ask me about my podcast. And that's what I'm drinking out of today. Aww. My white blend winking owl. <laughs> Aldi, please sponsor us. <laughs> well, I'm glad that could be a wholesome moment. My, I am drinking alcohol removed wine because still having a little bit of that placebo effect. Mine says, because I work harder than an ugly stripper. It's good to have a good work ethic. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> don't know how to respond to that. Um... <laughs> It was a it was a gift that I got from a friend. So I'm a huge fan of sloths. Love sloths. So my um, brother and sister in law they always give me like something really like a little sloth necklace or they gave me like a pen. But one time they got me these like little plastic wine glasses and they say let's get slothed on them and it has like a little sloth hanging out with like with a wine glass or something. Those are cute. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you made it all the way through the episode and first episode. Be a it will become better. <laughs> It will get more organized. Yes, thank you guys for being here with us and sticking around. And hopefully you keep coming around and hanging out with us. Yeah, and we hope to hear from you soon. Like we said, we'll be getting the Instagram up and running soon. The Twitter's already up. The Facebook is up with at Unleash No Judgments. Um, Jackie, if you want to say the email, I am blanking right now. And spelling is going to be very hard for me. <laughs> or you'll add it in. Yeah, I will. I will go ahead and say the email. I'm actually just, I'm probably just going to yeah. go ahead and just use what we did earlier and just put that on. Perfect. So. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, questions, comments. Topics that you would want to vent about, that you would like to give us that you're struggling with or that you want to vent about and then see how maybe we relate. Yeah. Because that's a lot of what I'm hoping of like, I just really want to vent about my damn neighbor who parks in front of my driveway or I want to vent about a coworker or a family member or a friend or random person at the grocery store who essentially just wants may as well just climb on top of you because she's that close oh yeah <laughs> or even just like facebook trolls those are <laughs> oh, facebook twitter <laughs> so those uh little what are they called keyboard warriors or something that just I sit in their them. essentially sit in their mom's basement and just troll people because they have nothing better to do with their lives and exactly to be rude <laughs> and nasty so yeah we are hoping to record earlier in the week we don't have a set day hopefully have it be posted planning to hope hopefully post like one a week for episodes yep yeah so. and if you ever just you want advice on something like you had something happen where you were just not quite sure how to handle a situation we'll absolutely do our best to help you out yeah like i said i'm a licensed therapist nothing comes with that legal backing aspect but i will still i'm just protecting my license here i mean you laugh at me but <laughs> but i will still i i naturally bring that in to any aspect whether it be recording our podcast or talking to friends or family members i can't help it because i think a lot of the knowledge that i have is good to have for anybody to have yeah and sometimes you know it's just it's just nice to get feedback and nice to just know what someone else thinks or how they view a situation it's nice to get another viewpoint yeah and of course have a viewpoint that you know is coming from no judgments absolutely okay well have a good night day middle of the night mid-afternoon whenever it is that you guys are listening and we will be talking to you soon all right bye email us at unleashed no judge at gmail.com with any stories feedback or anything you'd like to discuss that again that's unleashed no judge 
U-N-L-E-A-S-H-E-D-N-O-J-U-D-G-E at gmail.com.